Happy Saturday, lovely lurkers. What do you think about the new Ahsoka show, Destiny's Final Shape, and Starfield's Insane Beginnings? And you are so not invited to my bot mitzvah. And that's because the price is wrong, bitch. Let's lurk! an amazing life he got as close to one dollar as you can get without going over <laughs> he got as close as he could without going over that's that's the first tiktok i woke up to a couple days ago i'm like oh my god you guys are dicks <laughs> do you remember waking up sick going to the kitchen or the living room wherever you were gonna like lay down for the day and watching the prices right that show was amazing Gave you the hope that you could get onto a game show and like win all these cool prizes. And then they never told you about the tax implications. <laughs> <laughs> so, Willie, I watched the first two episodes of Ahsoka, mm -hmm. the latest from Disney's Star Wars palette, if you will. Sure. And I'm not talking like the, the flavor palette. I'm talking like the giant palette of shows they just have stacked up in the warehouse and they're just force feeding us. Every single one. Uh, did you have a chance to watch these episodes as well? I have not watched yet. TikTok is uh, bombarding me with videos of it. And so I was kind of waiting until today and tomorrow. My days off this week showed up in the middle of the week. And so wow. I was just waiting, biding my time. And then I didn't realize that you were going to want to talk about it. So then I was like, do I have enough time? I had 30 minutes and I wasn't going to push it. It's okay. It's all right. What have you it's, thought so far? It's not like this is one of the best shows that Disney's come out with in a long time. And not for the reasons you would think. Boobs? <laughs> uh, there are attractive people in this oh? show. But that's every single show that makes it to television. Let's be honest. It's really good. Or at least it starts off really good. We'll see how the rest of the show plays out as they are doing this thing where... It comes out once a week, but not at midnight, so people can spoil it for the rest of the world. It comes out in prime time, wherever oh. you're kind of living, at least here in the stateside. The thing that I really like about this show is that they decided to focus on the best Jedi of all time. Uh, Ray? Nope. Han, based on what we might have suspected in the last movie? No. No, Ahsoka is the best Jedi in the entire Star Wars universe. It can't be a woman. <laughs> I said Ray to start. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> can't be one of them aliens. Yeah. <laughs> that was very Republican of you. Republic of me. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I watched this video that said, like, I don't know if I sent it to you. I, I thought I did, but Ahsoka is the best Jedi because she was trained as a Jedi by not one, not two, but three different Jedi Masters. And you can see her upbringing in, is it Rebels? Or is there another animated series that she, like, you the see? The Clone her? Wars is where she came okay. from. Got it. She also appears in Rebels. She now has her own show. Uh, but she started out as this side character that 
everybody thought was kind of annoying. And then over time, with their story arc, grew into this like amazing, what we would now call a gray Jedi, because, uh, spoiler alert for people who haven't watched Clone Wars, she gets kicked out of the Order. <gasps> How dare she? I know. Them. Everyone. She was accused falsely of blah, 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 no spoilers, like I said, but they give her the option to come back, and she's like, no, you didn't trust me, and I'm mm. out on my own, and so she then just uses the ways of the Force to be a f- force of good on her own without the stuffiness of the Jedi, and she doesn't fall prey to the Sith when she's lured by Maul and other people. So we have this character who's amazing, and the show picks up with her kind of getting back together with a story arc from the series Rebels. What happened in... I don't know if I should say it. You're not going to understand. You is never it in Rebels? It. I'm not going to know. No, you're not going to know. Uh, but small spoilers for people who haven't seen the first couple episodes yet. The show, the second episode, ends with her recruiting one of her Rebels friends, Sabine, to come look for their friend that got lost in the show Rebels. Interesting. Okay. And people were like, wait a minute, this looks familiar. And they went back and there's plenty of uh, videos online where it is a shot for shot side by side. Like they did this same thing in the animated series where she flies her ship to pick up this character. The character is like looking longingly at this painting of her and her friends back when times were good. And then she gets on the ship and leaves. And people were like, well, they just ripped off that from the show. Like, why would they just copy it? Uh, 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 uh. No, no, no. Dave Filoni, being as smart as he is, it's the same shot. Dude, it's that's the so same crazy. exact shot from the series. They're just picking up. He said, like, things happen in the in this show or in the in the series, in the Star Wars universe that aren't always in order. Mm-hmm. So sometimes things are out of order. So I was just like, okay, Dave Filoni, once again, just cement. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that got me really excited for where the show is going to go because uh, there's going to be some really cool characters that are going to show up. One of my favorite actors from The Expanse is going to make an ex- uh, um, a cameo in the show, or he's just going to be a character in the show. I think it has a lot of potential. And as somebody who's been sick of Star Wars crap and other Disney crap, like, you... Probably should jump back in on this one. Honestly. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I saw this really interesting uh, TikTok uh, that posed a question and said, if Star Wars were to do a what if series the way that they did in Marvel, mm-hmm. what would be your go to what if moment? What if Hayden Christensen, aka Anakin Skywalker, I don't know why. Just that's just who he is to me. <laughs> uh, but what if Anakin Skywalker had been allowed to marry Padme, and just like there were no like Jedi rules against relationships and stuff? Ooh, interesting. I have one more, and and this is a story I've heard for a really long time. Growing up, is what if Luke defeats the Emperor and defeats you know vader just like that that ends but then 
the Jedi Order rebuild themselves and they become too powerful. So, like, they suddenly become too forceful. Mm. And Luke has to bring balance to the Force. And so he has to become a dark Jedi. That would be very sweet. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Speaking of things that I would look forward to, one I'm looking forward to is Destiny's Final Shape update, which is going to go live in February of 2024. That was announced. Last uh, week and a half ago, as this episode's going up, um, Bungie did their new season, and they're doing their seasons in an interesting way where you get slow content week over week that adds up to kind of like a final narrative beat. Uh, I don't find them super engaging. And so uh, I'll get into it and I'll let you know if the season's any good. But for right now, I want to talk about how they... Hold on. I just read an article before preparing for the show saying that the season of The Witch, which is the new one, right? Correct. Is very fun. And oh. very engaging. Like, do you know? Do you know the mechanic of this season? Like, what you're building towards? Tell me about it. From what, Eris from Morn, your perspective, Eris Morn, <laughs> uh, who is everybody's favorite bleeding-eyed witch, essentially wants to go to war with Zivu Wrath, and big witch queen. You have to, like, do all... Uh, the whole reason you're doing all these activities and strikes and fighting and stuff is so you can basically supercharge her into this hive goddess. And so there's going to be this big titanic showdown. <laughs> and they say that feel, actually feels really fulfilling. That's according okay. to Forbes. Forbes.com, you know, the, the biggest the... gaming <laughs> magazine in the world. <laughs> yep, not, you know... Gamer Rant or Kotaku definitely forms. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. They wanted to build a sort of like deck builder into Destiny. What? So each season they kind of play around with different seasonal mechanics. So last season everybody was going ape shit over the ability to go fishing. There could be these like places where you could go fish and get exotic or legendary, and the more people the better chances of getting better stuff. And it, so it was just like loot pools, literally. Oh, okay. And now <clears throat> you go around doing things like strikes and crucible and public events, and it allows you to find or earn cards, like these little banners oh, that yeah. you can build a deck of these uh, enhancements. So if you're doing the seasonal activity, you can say, hey, I want my squad to have better healing or I want them to have better accuracy or I you know I want to add some flavor to the game you can go to these places within activities to like activate one of those mechanics can you trade the cards no ah well there's a missed opportunity not, trading not, card games yeah. are real hot right now I know <laughs> we we covered that the time, though, we've, we've talked about this before, where the time that you put into Destiny and what you can do and all the mechanics and games and stuff. And when it, when it comes down to hours played versus, like, cost, like, on paper it makes sense. But I want more story. Like, I've always wanted more yeah. story, less grind, less multiplayer. Like, we're going to be talking about Starfield here <laughs> in just a second. 
I know in Starfield it's not multiplayer, so it's not like uh, a fair comparison, but just a little bit more towards that would be nice and less on the grindy go fetch quests. You sent me this article a few days ago that said, uh, in the words of an executive from Bethesda, who uh, is the company that made famous games like Skyrim. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them. Small game. Fallout. Follow-up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, They said it could take 130 hours to really start Starfield. (laughs) Do you... You played Skyrim, though, right? Like, I didn't. <laughs> no, you never played Skyrim? No, oh. because I I knew it was such a huge investment in time. And to be fair, that Hold type up. of environment, like the yeah. the gritty, like Game of Thrones-esque like fantasy worlds, are not something that I necessarily get super jazzed about. Okay, Dungeons and Dragons, man. Yeah, whatever. I believe you. I believe you a lot. Sure. Just keep keep using those words that are coming out of your mouth and maybe one day you'll Shut be up. too. <laughs> How many hours have you put into Destiny? You want a real number? Yeah. There is a site. Have you done this before? Yeah, we did it together once. It's called wastedondestiny.com. <laughs> if it is over 130 hours, it's been 10 years. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I think we I think the last time we looked at it, it was like 1 year of your life. <laughs> it's not that long. <laughs> Don't know what to tell you, it looks like it can't be loaded, so uh, I dodged a bullet here. Anyway, it's 125 days. 125 days, Scott. 125 days. That's a third of a year. You're terrible at math. <laughs> uh, so you can't be intimidated anymore by these games when they say it's going to take this long just to start. You've missed out in a, a decade's worth of possibly one of the greatest video games of all time. Of all time. They've come out with 10 different editions. It's been released on every single console that has existed in the past decade that's true you can play it i think you can play it uh modded on your phone at oh this my point. god and um, here's the deal i'm gonna play starfield for sure yeah it's it's gonna be uh quote unquote free on game pass uh right now they have a you can upgrade for like 30 bucks if you're already a game pass subscriber you can get the game for 30 bucks uh and but this is the type of environment that I enjoy, and I know many others do as well, mm-hmm. where you're just immersed in it. And the only thing that really lacks from these games is the ability to play it with somebody else, to like experience this type of, I don't know, like it's an epic journey. It's a story that you would read or listen to on an audiobook that you actually get to interact with. When people were designing video games, like, this is the type of game that I feel they had in their mind. You know, you 
just yeah. plugging in and disappearing for a little while, just like you would escape with any other book or movie. I, I'm prepared to be disappointed, <laughs> but as another reviewer I was listening to the other day, he was saying, like, even if it's just Skyrim in space, like, I will play that game for 10 years. <laughs> because Dude. you'll be able to. This is this is going to be insane. It's surprising to me that for a game announced in 2018, when we started recording this podcast... 2020. 2020. 2020. When we thought about starting recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's actually surprisingly fast for turnaround time. For them to show the very first preview to where we are now. I mean, the initial reviews are starting to come out. Now, now let me let me throw this curveball at you. Are you going to be upset when you yes. land? <laughs> when you land on a planet, it's going to build the environment around you. You will only be able to walk 45 minutes in one direction. Oh, no. And then there will be a wall. <laughs> Is that what Meaning they Meaning that when you land on a planet, you cannot just, like, walk around it. You can't just circumference the whole thing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm okay with that. They had to make some limitations. Sure. Because they were adding NPCs and other content, you know, and stuff like that. It's not a no man's sky, and it doesn't pretend it's going to be. But 45 minutes in one direction from the center point is a long time. <clears throat> like, that's... I, you and I played Ghost Recon Wildlands. Mm-hmm. You could get in a helicopter and go from one end to the other end. It'd probably take 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. If this has multiple planets with maps that size... Every planet. I'm, I'm very excited about that prospect. I like getting lost in these worlds. I like the sense of discovery. And mm -hmm. I like how you can go on to uh, apps like uh, the formerly well-renowned Reddit or uh, other sites and find people that say, like, hey, guess what I found? I found this cool Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. And who knows if you'll be able to do that because it's all random. You might see somebody land on a planet and you go try to land there and it gives you something completely different. So Damn. Cool. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. Everybody should check it out. Uh, I believe it comes out next month, September. Yep. I cannot wait. It seems like it's going to be a real party. And speaking of parties that Willie almost uninvited himself from, I knew that we had to watch a movie or have some sort of movie news. And you know what? Uh, strike's still going. <laughs> so, there's not a whole lot of new stuff coming out. Nope. I went and looked over every single streaming service and what they released in the past 30 days, Willie. Oof. Cupboard is bare. We're, we're like waiting for all the movies that are in the theaters to eventually come out. <laughs> They're all Spider waiting. Spider-Verse still hasn't hit. Meg 2 still hasn't hit i mean you can buy i think you can buy or rent these movies to stream yeah. at home but we're talking like for the people who are already paying for this uh they want to watch them with their included subscription so i was just scrolling through socials and i saw a clip of adam sandler being very upset <laughs> and yelling at this teenage girl and i'm like what i don't think i've seen this one what is this <laughs> 
And the line was uttered, well, can I at least have a mojito bar? My God. And his response was, do you think that's why we fought the Nazis? So you could have a mojito bar? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, I have to watch this, whatever it is. And it turns out Adam Sandler has a new show called You're Not You're So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah, which happens to be about his daughter going through her bat mitzvah with her friends and like that whole scene. Well, the daughter in the movie is his daughter in real life. Really? As his other daughter also plays his daughter in the show. His wife is in the movie, too, as, like, the next-door neighbor or the mom of his daughter's best friend. And there's, like, a whole, uh, as you would expect, big cast of other pairs. It's a lot of fun, is what I'm going to say, first of all. It is, you know, it's a story of a coming-of-age young girl getting ready for her bat mitzvah and everything that goes along with that. But And your dad is Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually is not in the movie as much as you would think for uh, an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, he's in there just enough, but he really does a good job of highlighting and basically letting you know the story is about these kids and not himself. Now, it's based on a book, and it gets wild. I mean, for for a young adult movie, like (laughs) it gets pretty crazy, and there's like all the same story beats. But for anybody who uh, has younger kids, especially, I mean, if you're Jewish, obviously this is something I would recommend. But it's worth a watch. It's it's funny. It's sweet. The only, you know, criticism that I have from somebody who watches a lot of stuff is that it starts out a little slow and the pacing gets kind of weird. But the third act pays off and it, it's, okay. it's 100% worth it. <coughs> I I do want to say something sure. about like the just the the state of streaming. I too have been trying to explore some new shows. Uh this week, Scott, I finished 3 books audio. Yes. Shut up. They were great. <laughs> I did it when I was working out, all right, man. But I was like, all right, I want to start watching some shows. Maybe this is a chance to get uh me and my fiance into shows that maybe I've I've loved season one and I should watch season two or three. And so I went on to Max, the place for HBO, looking for Westworld. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. The um... thing that is crazy is if you want to watch Westworld, which was an HBO original, it will cost you $100. <laughs> to buy it digitally. Yeah, those Warner brothers, uh they get they do all the drugs and they don't think about the consequences. What are we doing here? <laughs> it's just like if a series comes out and you subscribe to that series, you subscribe to that service so you can watch that mm-hmm. series, you expect it to be there. You really do. Like that company owns it already. If they're doing a Disney thing where they're putting it in the vault and making people miss it. Like, they should do that with Game of Thrones, honestly. Like, take it away. Make people forget about the seventh season. Ugh. And then bring it back. Or only have the first season on there. 
Mm-hmm. And if you want to get real cruel, then make people buy the rest. Oh my god. Now that's awful. That is you're <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that one's free, Max, the place for HBO, kind of. <laughs> the place for some of HBO. Yeah. <laughs> but this is interesting. Uh so back when Netflix was first selling like ship to home titles. Yeah. Like movies and TV shows. They had like 1.2 million uh, titles, projects. They're down to 6,000. Still way too many. (laughs) They're not even like the 6,000 best ones. I know. Um, I I read an article in The Verge last week too saying like it's time we start exploring our relationship with our streaming services. And like really examining what it means because like you said if they're not going to fulfill on the commitments that they've had or they've promised you or been delivering for all of this mm-hmm. time why are we still giving them our money most of these services are month to month and you can just turn it off you can always come back if something yeah. if if something comes back that's worthwhile, mm-hmm. but I don't I mean, know. I, it, that's it what I, that's what sense. I propose. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Turn it off. Turn it back on. That's right. I don't need it. Just like a vasectomy. Turn it off. Just turn I'm it back cutting on. the tubes. <laughs> Let's shoot blanks. <laughs> you can still have fun. Just uh, yeah. Just not guaranteed to get anything out of it at the end. Just like you probably got nothing out of this show. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks anyway for hanging out with us today, you lovely lurkers. Please rate and review wherever you lurk. We appreciate the love, so remember to be kind to each other, and we will see you next week. Bye.